And of course, for all my listeners in the Georgia area, you can come out to Booch Fest at the Anchor Bar in Kennesaw, Georgia. Located at 2708 Town Center Drive, Kennesaw, Georgia, 30144. Again, that address is 2708 Town Center Drive, Kennesaw, Georgia, 30144. The next two shows will be Thursday, December 8th and Thursday, December 22nd. The show will be hosted by me, and it will feature some of the funniest comics the Atlanta comedy scene has to offer. Some have been doing it for years, some who are relatively new, and some who may even be stepping on a comedy stage for the very first time. All comedy acts, no matter how long they've been performing, are welcome to be in this show. So come on down for a great night of comedy as the Booch is taking over Kennesaw. And on December 10th, Combat Pro Wrestling presents Seasons Beatings at Eastside High School, located at 1300 Brushy Creek Drive, Taylor, South Carolina, 29687. Again, that address is 1300 Brushy Creek Road, Taylor, South Carolina, 29687. I, of course, will be the ring announcer for this event, and the show will be featuring special guest general manager, WWE Hall of Famer, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Also scheduled to appear are the Cowboy James Storm, the legendary Barbarian, the Greater Good, Garrett Sinclair, Forever Young, Devin Cruz, from AEW, Griff Garrison, the Russian Wolf, Neil Koloff, from Tosh.0, Dave Wills, it's still real to me, damn it, the All-American Blue Chipper, Chase Emery, Buckshot Brian Brock, NWA Tag Team Champions and NWA United States Tag Team Champions, The Heat Seekers, Born Scum Chase Lovelace, Stan the Man Lee, from AEW Dark and Friday Night Smackdown, Marcus Cross, Outlaw Randy Wayne, from AEW Dark, The Brolic, Tyson Maddox, The Gimmick Destroyer, Dave Stage, and many, many more stars. Be sure to follow them on social media via Facebook at Combat Pro Wrestling, Twitter at Real Combat Pro, and on Instagram at Combat underscore Pro underscore Wrestling. To find out more information on superstars that will be added and when the tickets will be on sale. I am so excited to be part of this show. I look forward to ring announcing and I also look forward to seeing all of you in Taylor, South Carolina. As we do a benefit show for the Eastside High School Weightlifting Department. So come on out for a great show and let's help the students of Eastside High make some motherfucking Games. I've tried, 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 and I've tried even more. I've cried, 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 and I can't recall what for. I pressed, I pushed, I yelled, I begged, hoped in some success. The inevitable fact is that it never will improve.
charmed off I've laughed, alas, no avail I've run that like a moron to one hit What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to The Booch Cast. This week, ladies and gentlemen, as you can tell from the title, we got a pretty interesting episode for you guys this week. We are back again with the pay-per-view reviews, and what we do here is we uh, analyze the pay-per-views, and what we do is, uh, myself and Gator, uh, we do this from the perspective of two people who are not only fans of pro wrestling, but also the perspective of two people who work in the business, and we look at classic pay-per-views from WWE, WCW, or ECW. Uh, Gators, of course, has been a wrestler, a referee, a manager, he books, he's uh, he's pretty much got the industry covered. I myself have been an announcer, a commentator, uh, I've done street team stuff I never want to fucking do again, um, I've done, I've been a manager in and out of the ring, I pretty much have the industry covered as well. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this week we're reviewing ECW November to Remember 1998. This was the sixth November to Remember professional wrestling pay-per-view done by ECW, the event took place on November 1st, 1998, which ironically is my dad's birthday, from the Lakefront Arena in New Orleans, Louisiana, and it had 5,800 people in attendance at this event. And we kicked things off with our first official match of the evening. We got some tag team action. We have the Blue World Order versus Danny Doring and Amish Roadkill. This was just a backdrop for the antics of Terry Funk, who we saw in the opening. Terry Funk's antics, they're amusing, but they distract from 
from the action once Funk leaves. It becomes decent, but it does not save this from being mediocrity. It was too disjointed and hard to follow. The Meanie and Nova win it in 10 minutes and 54 seconds. Yes, it was, uh, I believe, yes, it was it, 10 it minutes and 54 seconds. It is ECW, so don't ask me to get into technicalities because <laughs> there is no technicalities here. Wait, yeah. <laughs> In some cases, they're not. Uh, basically, there were... Um... There's nothing here. <laughs> There's nothing here. Like, you have to be kind of basic with this shit. I mean, but ECW, yeah, because they don't... Occasionally, there's some technical matches down here. Some of them are really well yes, done. Yes, when Chris Benoit, who is the king of technical wrestling... Yes. Even though even though he's he's uh, had some problems. And, yeah. like, when, when Chris Benoit, Eddie Guerrero, any of them, Dean Malenko, you see them in a, in a match in ECW, you know it's going to be good. Good, but I mean, there were a few hell, spots that you, I enjoyed. Yeah, hell, even if you see Too Cold Scorpio, it's going to be decent. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely a lot of storytelling in this match. You know, not a lot of um, not a lot of technical stuff. Nothing. I, mean, I did see at one point, uh, Danny had a headlock. Nova shoots him off, but Danny holds onto the hair and brings him back in. I I thought that was a weird. I never seen that before, so I thought that I found that like intriguing. I never seen somebody shoot somebody off and then grab onto their hair and pull them back. So that was kind of a that was uh, that was very new. That's an old heel. It's an old heel move from the eighties. That explains a lot because I've never. That's the first time I'd ever seen that, and I've and that's talking any form of wrestling I saw. That's the first time I ever saw a move like that take place. And then, of course, at one point, uh, Terry Funk gets on the ring apron, slaps the meanie. Uh, meanie hits Funk, and he lands onto a table that doesn't break, which I thought was kind of sad. Like, Funk couldn't hit the table. Like, none of these guys had the ability to break a table. I thought that was sad and pathetic. Um, and then at one point, Nova hit a frog splash. Meanie hits a meanie salt, and Roadkill breaks up the pin. In my opinion, that should have been the finish, as far as I'm concerned. That should have been the finish finish, especially since it was obvious that the BWO was going to go over in this match. So since they were going to go over, I felt that should have been the finish. What about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should have been the finish. Yeah, so those are really the big highlighted moments of the match. Everything else was just kind of there. Um, overall, like I said, decent match. Like, storytelling. I said, like I said, it's ECW. Don't expect much. It's supposed to be carnage. Yes. And then, on that note, we move on to the next match of the evening. We got Tommy Rogers with Chris Chetty versus Tracy Smothers with Tommy Rich, Little Guido, and Ulf Herman? Let me just say something. God bless Terry Smothers. <laughs> God bless. I love Terry Smothers, especially when he's a Italian. Yeah. He's from Knoxville, Italy. Did you hear that in the intro? Yeah. Again, I'm like, that. that's not even a place in Italy. And you never know. You don't know. It might be South Italy. You don't know. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's in South Italy. I see. What? There's a territory down there. It's all good. That's the Knoxville territory. <laughs> all my territory fans will be laughing hysterically. Uh, the action wasn't bad, but it was basic. Uh, they bog it down with way too much interference. Uh, after three times, it becomes tiresome. Even the all crowd didn't give a shit. They grew quiet after pre-match antics. Tommy Roger wins after seven minutes and 51 seconds. Yes. Uh, of course, um, you know, Tommy Rich, he grabs the mic and starts insulting the sports teams, which is basically heel 101 right here. You know, this yeah. is, and, and that's one of the key things people understand is that's the number one thing bad guy wrestlers love to do because there's one thing people are anal about. It's their fucking sports teams, which as I, the older I get, the more I realize how pathetic that is, that that is a way to trigger people by just saying your sports teams suck. It's like, you know, even when you know they do, that's sad. Like, how in denial and obsessed people are with sports. 
And um, at one point, Tommy calls Little Guido the only Italian, and he's the runt of the bunch. And he says, regardless of the sports team's records, he's still kicking Tracy's ass. Um, and then we pause before he said ass, um, which I thought was weird. And the crowd chants, where's my pizza? And then uh, both try to, and then they do this traditional thing that, um, and I've mentioned this before, you see this a lot on the indies. Gators seen all the time. I've seen all the time. It's a classic move. Both guys getting up on the turnbuckle, trying to get the crowd going. Tommy, of course, wins. Uh, German guy trips up Tommy, Chetty trips up Tracy. Love to see that. I thought those were good spots. And um, and then at one point, the uh, the German guy hits a slingshot clothesline while the ref is distracted. And then Chetty beats up the German. And I love that Chetty responds when the FBI cheats. Because I hate seeing matches with two managers where one manager is cheating and the other manager is just sitting there with his thumb up his ass. I've always found that irritating. I'm like, it's like, motherfucker, the whole reason of having two managers is that if one guy's trying to do fuckery, the other person can come over and stop the fuckery. If you're not stopping the fuckery, why are you here? You're wasting space. Why are you here? I oh, Does that make sense to you at all, Gator? Does that make sense to you at all as a manager? Yes. If you're a babyface manager and the heel manager's out there trying to cheat, you need to stop it. You need to you need to try to do anything and everything to make it fair for your client. That's what it's supposed to be, but it's I don't know. These aren't really managers. These are seconds. Yeah. It's a different situation altogether. Yeah, but I'm just saying, Chetty tries to help out at least. Like the guy who's Chetty's in the corner trying to help goof. out. Well, I'm sure in general he's a goof, but in this match he actually did some good. Um and then of course, uh Wildfire distracts the ref, little Guido gets on the apron with the Italy flag. Tommy reverses, but Tracy stops just in time. But while he's Tony Tommy, hits the kamikaze and gets the win. Joey calls it one of the most imitated moves in wrestling. And boy, is he not wrong because that is a move that has been used by Christian. It's been used by Tyler Breeze. I've seen some women wrestlers use it. Like, is there anybody that doesn't do that fucking move at all? I've done it. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally, the. it is the most imitated move in wrestling. Uh, Next to the super kick. (laughs) God help us all. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, next to the super kick. I hate tassels. <laughs> I know why you hate no, tassels. I never said that. By the way, also other things I hate in wrestling. Question: Why is the bitch wearing pajamas? <laughs> Motherfucker, we've been through this. And I still don't get it, and I'm never probably going to understand You're it. not. I've answered it to you millions of times. and No, you say, you keep telling me it's over, which doesn't tell me why it's happening. No, I'm saying it's part of her gimmick. The reason it works is because when the bell rings, she's a great worker. She can wrestle. Yeah, she can she, work. She, she's decent, but she's it's not a... Moving on! Yes. It's not a good gimmick. I'm sorry. It's not a good gimmick. I know. Let, 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 let's put let's put pajamas on somebody that's already got sleepy eyes. <laughs> sleepy eyes. The Poochcast does not endorse what Gator just said. I, am I wrong? Sleepy eyes. No. I, I'm not the one that did it. Okay. We're just going. We're just going old school with it. Okay. It was the Christian book. I'm just going there with it. <laughs> It's the Christian's book. You're just reading from it. In other words. Yeah, yeah. BC, motherfucker. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to move on to the next match of the evening. If we even want to call it that. And I, and it's it real- was fucking five seconds. Mabel versus Spike Dudley. Was this even a match? Wikipedia listed as a match. A ref counted to three. When did this start? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently. Who knows? It was amusing, so I have no issue with it. The crowd liked it. Goddamn. And Spike Dudley won. Bear that in God mind, damn. Spike Dudley won this match in five seconds. He's still the giant killer, bitch. Like, I don't know what other appearances Mabel made in ECW. 
ECW, but I don't know how many more appearances he could have made in ECW with that type of fuck getting beat in five seconds by fucking Spike Dudley. Who the fuck thought that was a genius idea? Whoever thought that was stupid. It was probably... I got nothing for this fight. Yeah. I hate all of you. Anyway, <laughs> moving and, on. Yes, we move on to the next match of the evening. Oh, this is going to be interesting. We got Jerry Lynn versus Lance Storm with Tammy Lynn Bitch. <laughs> This was a car crash. Um, <laughs> they tried to have a good match. Most of the action was great. Referee antics distract from it. Uh, the ending was an overbooked mess. Uh, I enjoyed this, but they lost me by the finish. 16 minutes, 48 seconds. Lance Storm wins. Yes. And of course, uh, the by referee antics, uh, Mikey Whipwreck and Tammy Lynn Sitch are the guest that, referees. That's Tammy Lynn Bitch. No, bitch, yeah, bitch was Lance's manager. The other Tammy, the real Tammy, was the guest referee. I know that. I'm being a dick. I know. Sunny takes off her striped stockings when she gets to the ring and puts on her socks and shoes in the middle of the ring, which I wrote, that is the ultimate whatever. It's like, that is the ultimate whatever. I do what I want. That's literally what that was. Uh, <laughs> not my job. And then Tammy starts moving her hits and the camera pulled away. Uh, my exact thoughts at that point were, fuck that cameraman. Um, that's I wanted. I wish I had a full beer can. I could have thrown at his fucking head. So fuck the cameraman. He's a piece of shit. When son, when Tammy is swinging her hips, I don't want to look at nothing else. Okay, I don't. Yes. All right. Then, then Jerry nails a rolling shoulder block on the concrete. Don Marie rakes the back of Jerry. Lance then sends him into the guardrail. Lance breaks the count. At this moment, I, and it was at this moment that I remembered that ECW had countouts. Oh, I'm apparently I'm that's a thing. Anyway, I'm just saying. Since when did ECW have countouts? I don't remember ECW having a hint of counting anything. I, I'm oh children. Children, children, children. I don't know. Mr. Pucciarelli's about to lose his shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I'm just saying, the wrestlers spend more time on the floor than the chairs. Mr. Pucciarelli's about to lose his shit. <sighs> Mikey checks on Jerry, and Tammy forces him out of the ring. I love that Mickey did the job while Tammy was distracted. And then, of course, uh, at one point, uh, Mickey, uh, Tammy shoves Mickey, so Mickey shoves her back. Love that he stood up for himself. Dawn slaps him in the face, and he hits her with the whipper snapper, which is basically a stunner. And, again, in an A, where we're seeing guys nuts get chopped off on a consistent basis in the business it's nice to see a guy go don't put your hands on me bitch i'll swing for the fences so i just love seeing that yes 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 and then of course there's a fast count lance gets the win and that's all she wrote boom goes the dynamite and like i said first interesting match we've had all day yes moving on yes we move on to the next match of the evening for the ecw world tag team titles that's right. We've got the Dudley Boys defending the titles against Masato Tanaka and Balls Maloney. Yes. And of course, the challenges are accompanied by Axel Rotten, and the champions are accompanied by Joel Gertner, Big Dick Dudley, and Sign Guy Dudley. Who are the challengers again? Masato Tanaka and Balls Mahoney. Yes. Yes, children. Yes. 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 This was fun chaos. Uh, to keep it to the right amount, it's not a technical marvel. They did a good amount of uh, bells. They had a good amount of bells and whistles to keep it interesting plus i'm fine with rvd and sabu's involved if it's the storyline the crowd loved it it's what matters balls and tanaka buffaro win and become the new champions in 15 minutes
minutes and one second. Yes, and then of course, um, for me, this it, it has one of the highlights of an entire ECW pay per view for me, and that is Joe Gertner. I you, oh god, I'm just saying, I can't, I can't, I cannot in good conscience enjoy an ECW pay per view without Joel Gertner on the mic. Mm. You know, Axel Rotten oh. talks his shit. Um, then you know who didn't talk his shit? Who Masato Tanaka? Yeah, Buffalo. Thank you. Um, you know why I'm doing that? Yeah, I know why you're doing that. It's annoying. Um, no, what am I doing? Because Tanaka sounds like Tatanka, and because he's Asian, you're going Buffalo instead of Buffalo. I'm not stupid. I know. Yeah, what you're yeah, doing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, it does sound like Tatanka. Yes. Buffalo. Yes. Um, <laughs> Thank you. So You didn't do the gimmick. You didn't do the gimmick. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't, Tatanka. Buffalo. I said it already. Oh, right. there you go. Okay, so now, and of course, Joe Gertner, the gift, most gifted man on the mic. Uh, I love it. He goes, while Mark McGuire wouldn't have been satisfied with anything less than 70, I'm always happy to be stuck at 69. Hotter than yeah. Tabasco sauce, but loads easier to swallow. The quintessential stud muffin, Good goddamn handsome man and the man who's got more game than Parker Brothers. Joel, I'm young, I'm hung, and I'm skilled with my tongue. Gertner. Beautiful. And then apparently one of, apparently there's this ref, Jeff Jones, that fakes a rotator cuff injury. He's in Joel's back pocket. That was fucking stupid. Um, and here's the part that I found the most intriguing out of this entire match. Was at one point in the match, Tanaka gets hit with the 3D and he kicks out. Buffer. And the reason this caught my attention is because a while back when the Dudleys were in TNA, Bubba Ray was confronting Devon when he when he was in the Aces and Eights before Bully was revealed to be the president of the group. And they were talking about the fact that the Dudleys had a match with the Motor City Machine Guns and then they were going to retire. But then Bully turned on Devon and went solo. And that's how he started his solo run. And he had mentioned that when they lost to the Motor City Machine Guns, they kicked out of the 3D and they said nobody had ever kicked out of our finish. So did Bully just have a brain fart or did they want to ignore the fact that Tanaka has, has kicked out of the 3D? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying did anybody notice that error? Uh, no. But yeah apparently the Motor City Machine Guns and Tanaka have kicked out of the 3D. So it's not they're not the only ones. Barbaro. Yeah. So I found that intriguing. I was like holy shit there is another team that's kicked out of the 3D. Because I haven't seen anybody else kick out of it. Not in ECW, not in WWE. I I haven't seen anybody else kick out of the 3D, to my knowledge. If you happen to find one, uh, please let us know. But we, I caught that one, and uh, Bully, I'm going to be taking notes because you need to brush up on your own history, bro. And then Devon grabs the timekeeper's table with the shit tangled up on it because apparently he didn't have enough sense to clear the table first. Huh? Yeah, usually when you grab a table, you knock the shit off of it. You know, a task so easy, even a YouTuber can do it. <laughs> but apparently not Devon Dudley. Nope comment. And then, of course, Tanaka and Balls get the cover for the win. They're the new tag team champions. So, hell of a great match, and uh, as Gator said, it lasted, you know, last one lasted about 15 minutes, one second, and like I said, it was hardcore, all in good fun, and like I said, Jewel always steals the show. So, after that, we move on to the next match of the evening. Oh boy, here we go. We got Tommy Dreamer and his mystery partner versus Just Incredible and Jack Victory. His mystery partner, Mr. Drunky himself, the son of a kitty toucher, ladies and gentlemen, Jake Roberts. Jake the snake, snake Roberts, yep. Without a snake, he had no snake. Yeah, that was weird, he had no snake. Why, why was there no snake? He's just Jake, he's just Jake Roberts, he's not Jake 
listening. I had low expectations for this, so it somewhat exceeded them. Not bad. I didn't hate it. Uh, they kept Robert's participation to a minimum. First half was a decent tag bout. Second half was the usual overbooked dreamer shenanigans when they drag out the finish a bit bit too long. If they trimmed some of the fat out in the last five minutes, it would have been better. Dreamer and Roberts. Dreamer and Roberts go over in 12 minutes and 26 seconds. Yes, and I did see some weird shit during this match. At one point, the crowd is chanting, she's a man. Who was that directed at? Nicole Bass. I don't remember seeing her out there. She was out there. I'd still fuck her. Alright. You wouldn't fuck Nicole Bass? No. I mean, teach their own. I'm sorry. I don't know if I could bang a, a, a muscular chick like that. I, I couldn't know if I can do that. Just, I mean, I could. Someone just slings <laughs> you over your shoulder, throws you on the bed. Give me that dick. I, I ain't down for that. So, I mean, I could, but I have no shame. Well, that, yeah, that's a given. Um, I, mean, I am a whore. We, we, we've established that. Oh, uh, yeah. So the crowd chants DDT. Uh, Rob Price and the one-man gang interfere and attack Tommy and Jake. The ref sees it and doesn't do shit. There's a fucking surprise. It's ECW. Yeah. <laughs> it's ECW where the refs are incompetent and they, they all later became teachers at All Elite Wrestling. Actually, I'm just saying, look at the AEW refs. They do the same who shit. Think, who do you think taught Don Stevens? I have no idea. Do you know who Don Stevens is? No. Don Stevens is the name Aubrey Edwards was using to try to get people to take down AEW bashing tweeters. <laughs> Don Stevens. No oh boy. Yes, yes. And yeah. we all know she sucks, so she must have went to the ECW. W school of fuckery. Yes. And then all of a sudden, New Jack's music plays. And, and Jack and Chronic come out with weapons and lay waste to the heels. Chronic gets a 450 splash and the ref starts counting until Tommy stops him. To which I reply, Tommy, you're a dumbass. Like, No, you don't talk shit about Tommy. No. Nah, the guy's literally about to win the match and you stop the ref from counting? Yes, because he wanted to inflict more punishment. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that's a dumbass. Then, of course, um, Chastity low blows Date the Snake. Tommy grabs her and nails a pile driver while holding his nose which I thought was fucking hilarious indicating yep that pussy stank ladies and gentlemen mm. chastity don't wash and uh you just charity anyway <laughs> no I work with a girl named charity who come into work the other day and said I have herpes and now I have it on my fucking vagina so she had the old scratch and sniff no mm-hmm. not the scratch and sniff Yes, so I'm an asshole. So I was playing We Didn't Start the Fire. <laughs> I played all those songs for like an hour straight when, before it stopped being funny. <laughs> yeah. I played Let It Burn, Somebody in the Sun, trying to say, I want my chick on the side, says she got one on the way. <laughs> Let it burn. <laughs> I played, I played, I played, she got the fire down below by Bob Seeker. <laughs> I played September. Yeah. Okay. By Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> I was running out of songs. <laughs> Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Dun, dun, anyway. dun, dun. And then, of course, there's Terry beating down Tommy Dreamer. Then he starts threatening fans, which I thought was stupid. Yeah, that that was stupid. Cause, and here's why it's stupid. Because ECW fans don't play with a full deck of cards. You threaten those motherfuckers, they'll jump the guardrail and fight your ass. And possibly win. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, Terry, that, that was dumb. That was very dumb. And Terry rips off Dreamer's shirt while yelling, say you're sorry. That was fucking weird. 
Wrestling. This is 12 minutes and 26 seconds, ladies and gentlemen. Of our lives, we can't get back. Anyway. And then we move on to what is apparently the main event of the evening. This is the main event right here. A six-man tag. We got the new triple threat with Bill Alfonso versus the triple threat with Francine. Um, This was a hard-to-follow mess. Part of it was interesting and fun. The overall product was disappointing. Everyone did too much. They had to wait for each other's spots. It killed the flow of the bout. The only part I liked was the finish. You know why? Why? Because it means I didn't have to watch this shit no more. <laughs> the new triple threat won in 12 minutes and 57 seconds. Of our lives, we can't get back. Yeah, this was fucking terrible. Yeah, and here's just an example of how fucking terrible this shit show, wa- this shit match was. Um, at this one- entire show was a shit show. Yeah. At one point, um, Chris Candido comes out and of course, Chris Candido's nickname is No Gimmicks Needed, which is the biggest crock of shit I have ever heard in my life. Because this sorry motherfucker needs a gimmick. I... Look, you leave Chris Candido alone, okay? His, his, his gimmick is he knows nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see nothing. I don't know nothing. Don't take my pussy away from me. Okay? Seriously, no gimmicks needed. No, it's, it's, it's I know nothing is my gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Candido has zero gimmicks, which is why his girl left him for a heartbreaker. But anyway, we got uh, after the moment here. At one point, uh, we got uh, Bam Bam attacks Taz from the high, knocks him out of the ring and onto the timekeeper's table, which again, doesn't break. Do they not gimmick these tables or are these guys just pussies all of a sudden? They're pussies. Anyway. How embarrassing is it? If, I'm sorry, you put somebody, if, you, if somebody hits a table and the table don't break, it's going to botch, ladies and gentlemen. And apparently, going through a table doesn't break hurts 10 times worse than going through one that does yes so again yes. stupidity dear god yes i've had someone tell me that once like yeah it hurts a lot more i've told you that yes but this is before i ever met you i know but i've now. told you that before if a table don't break it sucks yeah now bill hangs sabu the chair he runs up the uh, he runs up onto the chair hits the ropes loses his balance jumps back onto the chair then hits the ropes and dives on the shane and chris who just fucking stand there and wait wrestling this, what i'm sorry you get one chance you miss it i'm moving i'm doing the samoa joe nope Nope. You get the Samoa Joe from me. No, no, no. That's someone Samoa Joe when someone does a high flying move and he says fuck it and just walks out of the way. It's my. It's one of my favorite moves in modern wrestling. Why? Because it's realistic. Literally, they just fucking stand there like, oh, we messed up. We gotta wait. We gotta wait. We gotta wait. We'll catch you. Bam. God, it's so fake. Then RVD dives onto them without a chair, and Shane and Chris made that one look more believable. They actually timed that one a lot better. But that one with Sabu was fucking pathetic. And then the rest of the match is just shenanigans for the hell of it until we get to the end. Wrestling. Yes. And Jesus Christ. That, ladies and gentlemen, will wrap up the shit show that was ECW November to Remember 1998. And as you mentioned before, ladies and gentlemen, some of these pay-per-view reviews, there's great moments and some of them are just shit. And we're not afraid to tell you the ones that are just shit. This was the one that was just shit. Yes. And I'm sure we're going to have a plenty on the horizon. Uh, Gator, as always, I thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me and... uh, Hey, I can leave. Yes. We'll see you on the next one. Yay. All right. Make sure you guys uh, follow the Boochcast. We are on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. And Stitcher. We're not on Stitcher. We're not on Stitcher. Okay.
No. If people want us on Stitcher, maybe we'll add it there. But for now, we're fine with we're the on, platforms. So we're on, on Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. And also, children, we have different things going on. You can go to our Patreon. We don't have. Yes. Huh? There's no Patreon right now. Oh, you can donate to us. Yes. You can send us a check. Yeah. The, you go to anchor.fm slash the Boochcast slash support to donate to the Boochcast. Uh, we have three different levels. Pick the one that works the best within your budget. The first level is just a dollar. It's always ever going to be a dollar. The second level is four ninety nine. Yes, what you would pay for the cock is what you could pay here. Yes, and he's referring Give to that money because the cock sucks. Yes. Now, there we, then we have the third level that is $9.99. Would you used to pay for a WWE Network subscription? Yes, children. You can give it to us because they don't listen to you anyway, and we do listen to you somewhat. So give us some monies. And As... and in the end, if there's any leftover after we pay all of our co-hosts with me, the ginger, other people, once we pay everybody, if there's any money left over, we use the money to feed Zach his ramen noodles and potentially get him laid but at this point it's getting a tad bit tiresome yes right. of course we have our social media platforms we're on which is facebook uh facebook.com slash the boochcast with archives episodes of the show we got great content up there um we have our predictions for uh the ones and i had our predictions for wwe survivor series um also we're going to be doing um a recap of survivor series very soon so be on the lookout for that we also have a twitter and instagram at the boochcast what, Mr. Budrelli? Survivor Series what? Survivor Series 2022, yes. the one that took place this past Saturday yes, at the time. What are, they gonna do, what are they going to do at Survivor Series 2022? Well, they already know. They just saw it. At the time that we're doing this, the show already what, happened. Do the gimmick. Do the gimmick. Do the gimmick. War Games! Are you happy now? Thank you. Yes, you have to do the gimmick. Why? It already happened. Do the gimmick. Fine. So, yeah. So, we're going to be doing that very soon. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Boochcast. Get the latest tweets, photos, and videos. Uh, visit our YouTube channel, check out all of our video content, and be sure to hit the subscribe button, ring that bell, be notified when future content will be posted. Uh, by this time, we should have a few episodes of Dark Side of the 90s already up there that Zach and I have been recording. We have been recording machines with Dark Side of the 90s. We still have our 30 episodes of Dark Side of the Ring. You can check out other additional content, and as I mentioned before, we have three other projects coming soon. The Dark Side of Football, the Dark Side of Comedy, and if Gator completes all the labors, we'll have Tales from the Territories up here as well. So so, yes, yes, yes. Tales from the Territories with me, Katie Ricky Rouse. Yes, if he completes the labors. And then, of yes, course... Yes, which is probably not going to happen because I hate Mr. Boudreaux's fucking guts. <laughs> I feel like it's mutual. So, make sure you follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash theboochcast. That's where we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Saturday, January the 28th for the WWE Royal Rumble. That's right. We're going to be getting together for the first stop on the road to WrestleMania. We got the two Royal Rumbles, the men's Royal Rumble, the women's Royal Rumble, and we're going to find out who will win each Rumble and who will be the main event of nights one and two of WrestleMania. So join the team live on Twitch as we're going to be getting into a crazy pay-per-view and expecting it to be a hell of a great time. We also have our live D&D show that should be coming soon, our Boochcast booking battle, and of course... Um, another special project that we have in the works. Yes, butt sex with Benny Bucci. Uh, Twitch won't let us do that, ladies and gentlemen, but... Yes, they will. Yes, they will. So we have this one little Asian girl and her finger. No, no, no we're not doing... <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> if we get a Pornhub account for the Boochcast, maybe I'll add something like that, or an OnlyFans, but for yes. now... 
I've got a, I've got an OnlyFans. Wait, what? You have an OnlyFans? Yeah. What do you do on there? What I do in my personal time is my business. If it's on OnlyFans, it's not your personal time. Oh well, you you're see, sh- I sell feet pictures. Yeah, you're you're yeah you're sharing stuff with the public. I mean, they yes, gotta pay for like it, but you're sharing pictures, like feet pictures and me and me fucking the rats. So people will go there and they'll they'll see pictures of your feet mm-hmm. and fucking the rats. The twenty two fifty. All right, yeah, because Gator, of course, has to fuck the rats. Well, yes, I have to fuck the rats. Yes, there's also this weird thing I did with a goat. Yeah, I don't want to know. <laughs> well, you see, you see, when a man and a sheep love each other, not... yeah, no, that's and he gets the sheep drunk. Yeah, that's illegal. Let's not do that. It's not illegal. Yes, it Be- is. Uh, fucking Bill did it in Beauty and the Bestiality. Okay, it's a that's first of all that happened in a whole other country in a whole other time period. Second of all, in America, it is against the law to fuck animals. Beauty and the Bestiality. Yes, Bestiality is illegal. Yes, Beauty and the Bestiality. They're French. It's okay. Yeah, they're French. That's okay. But in yeah, America, I not did that okay. one thing with that girl on the candlestick. Anyway, okay, all right. Well, this is getting creepy, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I go to OnlyFans. It's a where I wonder. It's a wonderful world. Yes, and until it's ne- a world with your imagination. <laughs> Thank you. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, aka the Booch, saying keep <coughs> on living life and take care. This has been the Boochcast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then. Pizza, baby. And this is the Gator, and I'll see you later. Check out my OnlyFans. Bye. Well, I see by the clock on a wall that it's time to bid you one and all goodbye. Goodbye. So long. So long. Farewell. Farewell. Adieu. Adieu. Be good. Stay well. Bye-bye. Keep warm. Relax. And eat. Take care. Stay loose. Adieu, mon vieux. À la prochaine. Goodbye till when we meet again. <laughs>